Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Hear me, O coastlands, listen, O distant peoples. The Lord called me from birth, from my mother's womb, he gave me my name. He made of me a sharp-edged sword, and concealed me in the shadow of his arm. He made me a polished arrow, and his quiver he hid me. You are my servant, he said to me, Israel, to whom I show my glory. Though I thought I had toiled in vain, and for nothing uselessly spent my strength, yet my reward is with the Lord. My recompense is with my God. For now the Lord has spoken, who formed me as his servant from the womb, that Jacob may be brought back to him, and Israel gathered to him, and I am made glorious in the sight of the Lord, and my God is now my strength. It is too little, he says, for you to be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the survivors of Israel. I will make you a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. In those days, Paul said, God raised up David as king. Of him, God testified, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will carry out my every wish. From this man's descendants, God, according to his promise, has brought to Israel a savior, Jesus. John heralded his coming by proclaiming a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was completing his course, he would say, what do you suppose that I am? I am not he. Behold, one is coming after me. I am not worthy to unfasten the sandals of his feet. My brothers, sons of the family of Abraham, and those others among you who are God-fearing, to us this word of salvation has been sent. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zachariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs, asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name. And all were amazed. Immediately, his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke, blessing God. Then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The child grew, became strong in spirit, and he was in the desert until the day of his manifestation to Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. Christ, the light of the world, was born at the winter solstice. When the days start becoming longer and the light shines in the darkness. John the Baptist, born six months before Christ, is born at the summer solstice, when the days start becoming shorter. Isn't that interesting? 
John must decrease, he says, that the Lord, the true light, might increase. John, the voice in the wilderness, is the one who finally ushers in the word. John is the bridge between the Old and New Testaments. St. Augustine writes, As a representative of the past, he is born of aged parents. As a herald of the new era, he is declared to be a prophet while still in his mother's womb. Zechariah is silent and loses his voice. The silence of Zechariah is nothing but the age of prophecy, lying hidden, obscured, as it were, and concealed before the preaching of Christ. At John's arrival, Zechariah's voice is released. The tongue is loosened because a voice is born. The voice crying out in the wilderness. John was a voice that lasted only for a time. Christ, the word in the beginning, is eternal. John is not only the greatest prophet, he's the last one. He closes the book on prophecy, and unlike all the other prophets, he actually gets to see the man he prophesizes about. And we do well to think on prophecy and what it truly is. Prophecy is a major motive of credibility that Christ is who he says he is. No other man's birth, life, and death were ever prophesied about. No one's. What was John the Baptist's last prophecy? Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. What an odd thing to call a man, a lamb. But John had been especially enlightened, sanctified in his mother's womb. As Christ approached him on the riverbank, John could see the shadow of the cross hovering over Jesus, the sacrificial lamb. So John's prophecy was that Christ would be a sacrificial victim, an offering for our sins. Christ would conquer the world, not like all the other would-be messiahs that promised to kill the Roman persecutors. Christ did not enter his own creation to kill Romans or kill anyone. Christ conquered by dying himself. Everyone who has ever been born was born to live. Christ was the only person in history who was born to die. Christ, the Lamb of God, is the true sacrifice to which all those figures and prophecies pointed. At his command, we join in the eternal sacrifice by dying to ourselves. We co-offer ourselves with him to the Father, making of ourselves living sacrifices. And if it is a true sacrifice, then we have to believe what Christ says. Eat my body, drink my blood means just what he says. An ancient writer asked, what shepherd ever fed his flock with his own flesh? Christ nourishes us with his own body and incorporates us with him to his very self, not just by faith, but by reality. Receive God's greatest gift to us. Receive the Holy Eucharist with a humble and contrite heart. Die to yourself. Decrease so that Christ may increase in you. <laughs> 